It is Wednesday, 3.46, and this is Classic Wrestling Wednesday here on Matt's World. I am Matthew Barris, and today we're going to the Lone Star State of Texas, but not just any place in Texas. We're going to the Big D and going back in time to world-class championship wrestling. But of course, I'm not... Here all by my lonesome, because I'm here with a very special friend of mine. Prema. Yep, Prema is here. And of course, uh, we're going to be looking at some uh, classic world-class wrestling here. First, the kombucha of the day, Blueberry Social from Aqua VT Kombucha. And it's only 50 calories, and of course I've had this on the show before, and it is awesome. And uh, tell me, Prema, do have you uh, do you have uh, kombucha at your house? No. Really? No. Oh, well, you've had kombucha before, right? Um, I forget. Oh, well, it's probiotic tea. It's healthy yeah. and it's good for you. Mm. So, for our first look here at world, well, our first match at world class, we're gonna go back to Joe. July 3rd, 1982, Fritz von Erich's retirement match. Yep, this was the Fritz von Erich Memorial. And in his final match, this is for the American Heavyweight Championship against King Kong Bundy. And of course, King Kong Bundy at this, came into world class as a good guy, but then switched over to being a bad guy because he thought that he was underneath the von Erich shadow. And he is, at this time, the American Heavyweight Champion, and this is Fritz Von Erich's last match, and it took place at Dallas Stadium, home of the Cowboys. So, without further ado, let's get right into the match. Fritz von Erich, legendary wrestler, patriarch of the von Erich family. Of course, uh, his real name is Jack Heckerson, and he got into professional wrestling um, in the Dallas uh, area by um, by Ed Asner, and um, he was called. And of course, uh, he was Jack Henderson back then, and then he changed his name to uh, Fritz von Erich, the um, Nazi sympathizer. 
yeah, when he was a bad guy, and then, um, and then of course in his later years was known as a family southerner, and of course, uh, oh sorry, Ed Malcolmore, Ed Malcolmore's uh, promotion, uh, Texas wrestling, as you see Bundy now in the quarter, hammering away on Fritz von Erich right before Fritz got his uh, shirt off. Yeah, I mean world class was such a phenomenal um territory i mean it's i mean i've talked about world class uh, before many a times here on this show i mean of course it has many tragedies you know especially all the von eric boys except for kevin who's the lone survivor oh there's the von eric claw but it's but it'll also be known for its uh, great matches its great wrestlers and you know king kong bundy got one of his early starts here you know, right here in World Class. Yep, and this is King Kong Bundy before uh, before he lost his uh, hair. Yeah. Yeah, this is back when he had hair. Yeah. One. And of course, uh, you and I have uh, watched uh, some World Class matches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's the Von Air Claw right on the stomach. Now, again, you know, it's not really believable that, you know, the claw, you know, would work on a person's stomach or their armpits, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what, at this point, I, I've already I've already talked about it so many times, so I think everyone knows my point. You think, you think I've said it too many times? Oh, I don't know. You know. But yeah, I think I made my point, yeah. But hey, it was... You know, Fritz got it back from the 60s, you know, 50s and the 60s, so it was a different time. Yeah. Oh, and now there's the old man. Oh! Yeah, he was getting on in age. Oh, right hand. One, two, no. Now Bundy, oh, kicking him right in the gut. <laughs> now Bundy with a knee to the gut there, Fritz. Fritz delivering a right hand. <laughs> oh, dropping an elbow right there on him. Well, it tries to go for the claw once again, but Bundy blocks it. Yeah. Oh, he's trying to get him. Now, oh! Rakes him right in the eyes. Now Fritz, oh, kicks him right in the gut. Now, oh, rakes the eyes. And now, oh, Fritz hits him right on the stomach and punches him right in the face. Oh, slams him right into the turnbuckle. Oh. 
Yep, Fritz von Erich had won the American Heavyweight title many of times. And of course, uh, this was at the time when they were part of the NWA, so uh, this was their heavyweight title, but not their world title. Oh. Yep. Here they are wrestling in a in Texas Stadium. Yep. And of course, uh, you know, Texas Stadium, you know, that would also later on host many of um, WrestleManias, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including uh, this year's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where we saw the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin against Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Fritz kicks him in the gut. Oh, and he throws him out of the ring. Now Fritz... Oh, slams him right into the ring post. Yep, it's no disqualification. Pinfalls count in the ring and also in the end zone. Oh! <laughs> David Manning telling him, Hey, get it back in the ring. Yeah, yeah but he can... Hit him in, in the end zone, so why put it back in the ring? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and now Fritz is back in the ring. Bundy. <laughs> trying to get in. Oh, and Fritz kicks him in the gut. Oh. now oh he's got the claw the claw he's got the claw on him oh. yeah a lot of people have used that claw no in the von erics but um killer kowalski has used the claw mm. yep boston's very own killer kowalski mm. you know the trainer to this a legendary wrestler and a trainer of the stars uh he's trained china Triple H and Perry Saturn. Oh. Yep. As we see Bundy go outside there. Now, oh. There's Fritz kicking him right in the head. Man, what I wouldn't give to go back in time and watch this. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I mean, sure, we can always watch it here on the WWE uh, network here on Peacock, but it's like, you know, you and I, we weren't actually there when it actually happened, you yeah. know, but uh, I would have loved, you know, I just love to go. You know, if I had a time machine, I would just love to go back to matches like this and also matches from Florida. You know, championship wrestling from Florida. Mm. Oh. Oh, Fritz kicks Bundy right in the gut. And now, here's a steel chair. Oh, right in the back. Now. Oh. That rung his bell. Well, it's the male. 
Oh, headbutts him. And now Fritz covers him. One, two, three. And Fritz von Erich is once again the American heavyweight champion. Oh. Oh, yeah. What'd you think of the match? That was good. Not too slow? No. All right. And there are the Von Erich boys. Mike, David, Carrie, and Kevin. There's his uh, wife at the time. Chris Von Erich, the young Chris Von Erich. So Fritz von Erich goes out with the championship belt. Of course, he would come back at the David von Erich Memorial to, in the six-man tag with his sons against the Freebirds. And uh, also, that was a pretty good... Uh, that was kind of a funny statement he made right there. He's too dumb to, to give up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, can you actually be too dumb to give up? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, we're going to, speaking of the David Von Erich, uh, we're going to the David Von Erich Memorial, and we're going to go into the match between Kerry Von Erich and Ric Flair for the World Heavyweight Championship. 
Of course, uh, David Von Erich had challenged Ric Flair many a times for the World Heavyweight title and could never get the belt. And he was positioned to be the next World Heavyweight Champion. But unfortunately, um, David Von Erich uh, passed away of, um, of uh, you know, his stomach gave out and, um, and what have you. And Kerry had also challenged for the title as well, mm -hmm. and he never could get the belt. But... Um, including their famous steel cage match at the uh, 1982 Christmas Star Wars event. So now, here they are, Texas Stadium, May 1984, and this is for all the marble block, <laughs> all the marbles here. Texas Stadium, and of course, a uh, few times, uh, one of the times that you were here, you actually watched this match with me, and uh, we've we've seen this match dozens of times. Oh. Yeah, so we're just watching this as fans. So without further ado, here it goes. Mark Lawrence back with you, Texas Stadium, Irving, Texas, where it's time for the bout the world has been waiting for, the World Heavyweight Championship, and we'll start the music and await for the wrestlers to arrive here at the ring. <laughs> Here comes Rick Flair, and a chorus of moves for him as he comes to the ring in the beautiful jacket, the blonde hair. He's in mind the largest no music. crowd ever. Yep. Anywhere in the world. Yeah, no music. This was before the, uh, the Space Odyssey music. Nature boy Rick Flair. Yeah, look at him in his prime, that robe. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same robe he wore at uh, Starcade, oh. Starcade '82 when he beat Harley Race. I'm oh. oh, sorry, '83. Steps through the ropes and into the ring. And of course, that's a uh, studio dubbed uh, music. It wasn't it wasn't No, it wasn't actually there. Actually, the song was uh, Tom Sawyer. Oh. Yeah, you know that song. One name warriors, we need the feast. Today's Tom Sawyer. Well, the other song was called, um, you know, um, something in Texas, uh, you know, an old Texas song. Mm. And there's Carrie Von Erich headed to the ring with the Yellow Rose of Texas. Mm. Yep, there's that old song. Mm. Yellow, yep, the Yellow Rose of Texas is the only girl for me. Mm. Of course, the first time I heard that song was in the movie uh, Texas Justice. It was a famous uh, TV movie with Heather Locklear and Dennis Franz. Mm. Yeah, that's a movie. That's another one of those uh, movies on the list that you and I gotta watch. Stipulations is title. First of all, there is no time limit. 
And also, if the champion should disqualify himself, he will automatically be forced to relinquish his title and give it to Kerry Von Erich. <laughs> First of all, the heavyweight champion of the world from Minneapolis, weighing 235 pounds, Mr. Rick Flair. Woo! And his challenger. to face. Fans are just going wild. Yep. I mean, you and I have watched this match like dozens of times and it really is one of the greatest uh, feel-good moments in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah, because uh, and also you and I, we just watched a uh, we just watched a um, you know a video from you know wrestling with regret, you know, with Brian Zane, and uh, talked about the you know did a countdown of the um, less like you know less likely world champions, you know, the underdogs and. Kerry Von Erich, you know, he was definitely an underdog in this one. All the Von Erichs were underdogs. I mean, they were gods in Texas. I mean, they were bigger than the Dallas Cowboys, you know. But um, but even still, um, you know, when it came down to the world heavyweight title, it was always like something got in the way. They never seemed to win the big one. And, of course, on this day, I mean, of course, I mean, it was all because, you know, David was supposed to be the world champion, and he um, unfortunately uh, passed away before he could win it. You know, it was Kerry's turn. Yeah. And, of course, this was at a time when uh, wrestling was real, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Yeah. Yeah, this was like the good old days, you know. I mean, um, I mean... You know, it's like I say, you know, with, uh, you know, it's a good thing, you know, with Peacock, you know, we can, you know, we can look at old school wrestling with like uh, world class and Mid-South and, um, you know, some Mid-Atlantic and AWA and some of the old WCW and even the old WWWF um, stuff from Madison Square Garden. But it's like still... Uh, we'll never have that feeling of the first time watching it there on television or watching it live. Mm. Oh, as so we see Kerry Von Erich with a shoulder tackle. Flair with a leap, leapfrog and oh, Kerry Von Erich with a drop kick. Mm. Oh, and another one. Mm. Yeah, I tell you, Kerry Von Erich. Well, actually, all the Von Erichs. I mean, um, the Von Erich boys. They had the best drop kicks in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah, I would say the Von Erichs, uh, let's see, Rey Mysterio, um, Eddie Guerrero, mm. uh, Booker T, 
and um, yeah, I, I would say like they had the best drop kicks in pro wrestling. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, flares, got him! Oh, a test of strength. Carry. Oh, he's got him. Oh. And of course, uh, World Class wasn't the only um, promotion in Texas. I mean, um, there was also Houston Wrestling. Uh, that was a territory as well by um, by Paul Bosch. And um, there was also Southwest uh championship wrestling that was held by um joe blanchard the father of um tully blanchard and the got father of tessa blanchard and that would also later be changed to texas championship wrestling oh flair would have chopped right there and then there was um the funks had their promotion in amarello texas oh Oh, right hand. Yeah, Southwest Championship uh, Wrestling, that was in um, that was in San Antonio. Yeah. As we see, Kerry, oh, lifting Ric Flair up. Oh, slams him. And also, um, Southwest uh, Championship Wrestling, that's where uh, Shawn Michaels became encouraged to watch wrestling. Uh, doing oh. to be a wrestler. Yeah, he said that he grew up. Yeah, I read his book, uh, well, his first book, and um, he talked about watching uh, Southwest Championship Wrestling, and he actually went to one of the matches, and um, uh, he, he remembers, like, uh, Chief J. Strongbow, like, wrestled there, and, like, uh, one time he, you know, he bled, and, like, backstage he saw him, like, bleeding, his blood was on the, was on the ground, and he picked it up, uh, he got, um his blood off the um you know with a with a handkerchief oh. yeah oh carry von eric with a right hand oh flair with a knee oh the chop but yeah you know but that was the thing like if you were like a real crazy diehard wrestling fan i mean that was i mean that was the thing for you you know it's like uh, that's how much you loved wrestling like you would um you know you'd want to get you want to get a piece of like uh, of the wrestler's blood. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, what about you? Would you have done that? I don't know. <laughs> what? Too gross for you? Uh. Oh. Oh. And Carrie. Oh, he's trying to flip him over. He does. One, two. No, flare kicks out. And, oh, and I gotta tell you, this is one of the best matches in both of their careers. Huh? Yeah, I mean they had some good matches even before this. Like mm -hmm. I mentioned, the the Starcade, uh, I mean sorry, the Christmas Star Wars '82 uh, match, the mm -hmm. steel cage match. I mean that was awesome because um, 
you know, it was in the cage. They were both bleeding, and that also started the uh, the Von Erichs uh, Freebirds rivalry in world class. Mm. Yeah, I mean, by far the biggest. Um, that was the, like the biggest uh, rivalry in all world class. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, especially at the old Sportatorium, you know, the old Dallas Sportatorium, and um, mm-hmm. you see Flair there with a the chop, again with Kerry, and oh, snap mare, and oh, it's going for the knee drop. Both, mm-hmm. yeah, I tell you, both, um, both him. Harley Race and Triple H have had the best knee drops in in all professional wrestling. Oh. Yeah. And and yeah, because um and of course they would run the shows on Friday nights, you know. I mean, that was sort of a thing um in Dallas, you know, on Friday nights uh go to the Sportatorium and watch wrestling. And of course, um Dallas Oh, another great drop kick by Kerry Von Erich. Uh, Dallas is also known for its high school football mm. games, and they would have football games on Friday nights. Mm. So they said that they, you know, in the heyday of um, of world class, that um, you know, at the Dallas Sportatorium, that they would draw more um, spectators, they would draw more of an audience than a Friday night high school football game. Mm. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, if you were, if you and I were were back in those days, most likely you and I would want to go to would want would more so want to go to wrestling than a high school football game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I like football, but uh, you know, and and of course, football is a religion in Texas, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but at the same time, professional wrestling is also big and te- mm-hmm. you know still a hotbed and legendary mm-hmm. place for you know, for wrestling. So, mm. like, more likely we'll go to wrestling. Mm. Mm. I mean, it's only high school. Why would you care about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I, it's a good thing we're not, we're not in Dallas right now yeah. or all of Texas right now, you know. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, damn it, woman, you, you want to watch that fake old wrestling and say I watch some good old football? <laughs> Damn it! You don't know what you' talking about. No, show them get in the kitchen and get me a beer. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Prima. Yeah. 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 And now Flair, we're gonna see him go up to the top rope. And up, oh, Carrie's got him. And he throws him off. And oh, Carrie kicking him right in the gut. And now throws him. Oh, the flare flip. Him and Shawn Michaels, they've done it the best. Right hand. Oh, Flair, what a chop. Snap, mare by Flair. 
Oh, he's going to go for the figure four, and Kerry fights him off. Kicks him off again. Shoulder tackle. Hip toss. Nope. Oh, Kerry with the backslide. One, two, three. Yep. And we have a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Yep. He did it for David, and he did it for the family. Yeah. New World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, here's with Ric Flair, Han. All the other wrestlers are coming out, too. Here's Iceman Parsons. Chris Adams. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, Flair would win it back from Kerry Von Erich in uh, in like eighteen days. That's yeah. Well, because Kerry uh, couldn't, didn't keep his commitments and, you know, defending the title and stuff, and oh. so, but on this day, Kerry Von Erich, he could call himself World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, and that's something you don't see every day, a wrestler winning with a backslide. Yeah, yeah and Shawn Michaels uh, saw that too, he said... And he said on the world-class uh, documentary, he said, the amazing thing about it was, he won with a backslide. Oh. <laughs> yeah, do you think in today's wrestling, uh, a person can win simply by using the backslide? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't think so. You have to give him at least uh, three Superman punches and four spears in order to win. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. The big old yellow rose of Texas. Oh, yeah. Taking off. 
Yeah, I never get tired of watching this match. Mm. There's Fritz. There's the mama. Yeah, so what'd you think? It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, you and I have I've seen this match, like, dozens of times, man. You know, I mean... Yeah, I... Yeah, what on? Uh, I think it's Flair's blood. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... That's another one of these matches just, like, I never get tired of watching. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just the... Just a good old classic match. Yeah, yeah you know, one of the great feel-good moments in all of professional wrestling. Kerry Von Erich wins the World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, yeah. The dream came true. And, well, sorry, I accidentally went off uh, Peacock there. Um, so now, we're going to get into our next match here. And for our next match, this... on, uh, just setting this up here. And for our next match, we go to the old Dallas Sportatorium in Dallas, Texas. Yep. The Fenway Park of Professional Wrestling, as it was uh, called. Oh. Yeah. And um, as we will see Chris Adams. Yep. Gentleman Chris Adams. Take on Wild Bill Irwin. And of course, uh, Wild Bill Irwin, he would go on in the WWE. Um, yeah, he would go on in the WWF as the Goon. Yep, the Goon. And um, of course, uh, the, the Goon, you know, was a hockey player and stuff. And actually, in real life, um, he was actually a hockey player in real life. Oh. Yeah, he played. Um, yeah, he played hockey in like high school and college, and that was more so of that was his more so of his uh, persona than um, that was as close to him in his real life persona, other than um, you know, than the cowboy, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, the Wild Bill uh, Cowboy from Texas, you know, and he's actually not from Texas. He's actually from, um, what was it? He's from uh, Minnesota. Uh -huh. Yeah, so he's from, um, he's from Minnesota. So mm -hmm. that's why, uh, you know, that's why, you know, they, ch you know, they changed the, you know, that's why, um, <laughs> you know, changing the gimmick and stuff. Uh -huh. Yeah. But also, um, but the... But the boots, uh, you remember when he used to come out with the wrestling boots that look like, uh, like hockey skates? No. Oh, oh, you don't remember that? I don't remember him. Oh, you don't remember him. Okay. 
Well, uh, that was actually, um, he says, well, according to uh, Bruce Pritchard, that was actually uh, his idea. Yeah, that was uh, Bill's idea. Oh. Yeah. So, and it looked, it looked very crappy. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very crappy. I'm just trying to find the episode here. Um, bear with me, people. Uh, trying to find that episode. Uh, I'm going to go further back up here. Oh, wait, or is it on the other? Oh, it's probably on the other one here. trying to find it here uh i think i know yeah i think it's on here this season yep yeah it is so september 15th 1984 let's get right into it Looks like a sold out crowd here at the Sportatorium. Yep. Yeah. And of course, uh, this these took place on a Friday nights. Uh-huh. Yep. And and of course, um, the Sportatorium, you know, it was all it was built like in the fifties and stuff. And of course, um, it was a difficult place to wrestle and to shoot television. And because like the roof would leak and there would be no AC, so it was very hot. And sometimes it they said it'd be like a hundred and twenty degrees sometimes in the ring. Ooh. Yeah. So imagine, so imagine being in there. It's already hot, but also imagine being a wrestler and you gotta you gotta go into that um into that ring that's so hot and you gotta wrestle. Yeah, the, you hit your back on the turnbuckles and you feel your back burn. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, those hot Dallas nights. Mm. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, knowing you, I think you would, 
I think you wouldn't mind uh, being in a place that hot just to watch wrestling. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? You don't like wrestling that much? I don't want to be in a place at 120 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be 100-something degrees in the ring, I mean, but I'm sure outside the ring it'd be more like 105. Yeah, it would still be awfully hot and you'd be in that crowd of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just have to get yourself like the mini fan and drink lots of water. Yeah. As we see color will tie up here and wild bill oh he misses and chris adams throws him in the ropes oh wild bill leapfrogs over oh hip toss yeah chris adams was one of my favorite oh there's a drop kick there yeah i guess you could say uh chris adams uh had one of the best drop kicks also i gotta say Shawn michaels too i forgot to mention him but uh chris adams i enjoyed watching him um I first started watching him on WCW Saturday Night. Oh. Yeah, I used to watch him on there, and, uh, you know, I used to watch him wrestle, and I used to watch him do, like, the super kick, and then, of course, um, years later, I found out that um, he had actually wrestled years before. He had wrestled in um, World Class, and, you know, he had, you know, USWA and, and stuff, mm. and... Actually, he actually wrestled in WCW in 1990. He was part of the Pat O'Connor Memorial Tag Team Tournament with Norman Smiley. Oh. Yeah, and, you know, I saw him do the super kick, and, and also he's the originator of the super kick. <laughs> you know, um, so Shawn Michaels got that move from him. Oh. Yeah, but... Um, But like I enjoyed watching him, you know, when I was a when I was a kid, he was really one of my favorites. Yeah. And now, oh, shoulder tackle there by Chris Adams right there on Wild Bill. Drops down. Wild Bill, oh, throws him right through the second rope. Right there on that concrete floor, or I say wooden floor. Yep, and of course, uh, the Sportatorium got later, um, got later torn down. Oh. Yeah, so it's no longer there. Oh. Oh, wow, Bill nailing Chris Adams now. Oh, nails him right on the back of the head. Oh. Now, well, Bill... Throws him in the ropes. Goes for a lift. Nope. No, there's a roll up. One, two, no. Almost close to a three count. Oh, snap mirror there by Chris Adams. Yeah, Chris Adams, uh, he was a real life uh, martial artist, um, too. Yeah, he was a real life uh, martial artist. He had a, yeah, he had a background in judo. Um, yeah, he had a background in judo and also uh, studied karate as well. Uh -huh. Yeah. And he also uh, had a wrestling school when he was in the USWA as well. Uh -huh. And um, and he actually trained uh, Steve Austin. Uh -huh. Yeah. And of course, uh, Steve uh, wound up 
uh, well, Chris's uh, wife at the time um, would go on to be Steve Austin's uh, ex-wife, his first ex-wife, uh-huh. I should say. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, and, of course, Steve, you know, the, the story was that Steve um, was treated badly by Chris Adams, and, you know, there was a long time feud after that in real life, and they never patched things up. Yeah. Arm drag. But, uh... But, yeah, you know, I mean, I was surprised, you know, when I read Austin's uh, book. Yeah. But, yeah, but this is the guy that uh, helped train uh, Steve Austin. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Austin was in the uh, Dallas, Texas area. This was during the de- dying days of um, of World Class, and it was later bought by um, by Jerry Jarrett, Jeff's father, and became the USWA. Oh. Yep. Oh, good knee there by... Yeah, good knee there by, um, by Wild Bill. Now Wild Bill, oh, boot to the face. Oh. Now gets thrown in. Oh, tries to go for a knee. Chris rolls him up. One, two, no. Oh, and a snapmare by Chris Adams. Yep, and he's got a chin lock right on him. He's got a full chin lock right on him. Yeah. And there's Gary Hart. Of course, he's matched uh, pretty much a who's who in wrestling. Yep. Well, Bill. Oh, kick to the gut. And Adams is down. Oh, yeah, he gets nailed right in the back of the head. And oh, now kick to the gut.
And now, he gets thrown into the ropes. Oh, clothesline. And Wild Bill, he picks him right back up. And scooping a slam. Oh. Now he goes for the running knee. Oh. Nah, not quite like Ric Flair or Harley Race, but still effective. One, two, no. Chris Adams kicks out. Ooh. And now Adams, oh, with an elbow. And oh, and a knee left. Oh, and a drop kick. Oh, he's coming back now. Oh, right hand. Now Adams throws him into the corner. Oh. Now he's got him in the corner. Oh, hip toss. Oh, and he drops a knee. One, two. Kicked out. Oh. <laughs> hey, what do you think of the match so far? It's good. Oh. Throws him in there. Oh, boot to the face. And now, oh, elbow drop by Wild Bill. <coughs> Bless me. now oh suplex and Chris Adams still kicks out yeah gut wrench suplex there goes him in the corner and oh he misses with a tackle oh now throws him the ropes oh the super kick the super kick one two Ah, uh, Skagnar Akbar put the foot on the ropes. <laughs> that was a pretty good super kick, though. Yeah. Oh, Wild Bill, he's up. Clobbers him. Throws on the ropes. Oh, boot to the face. One, two, oh, he kicked out. One, two, three. Up, two. And Chris Adams is the winner. <laughs> that was a pretty good uh, super kick there by Chris Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, who do you think did a better super kick? Who does a better super kick? Uh, Chris Adams or Shawn Michaels? Uh, I don't know. Chris Adams wins the match. And Wild Bill is 
He's the loser. Yeah. Coming up, Stella and Gino. The battle continues. <laughs> and of course, uh, we're going to skip past that. And we're going to look at Jake the Snake Roberts in action. Ah, George Weingroff <laughs> taking on Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> yep, seeing Jake the Snake here in world class. Of course, him and Gino Hernandez, they were going to become tag team champions. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, he won, he won some belts in Mid-South and World Class, but never in the WWF or WCW. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and this is when Jake had, uh, well, he's got on, like, uh, cowboy boots and, yeah. and uh, some red um, <laughs> sweatpants there. Yeah. And this is Jake Roberts in his prime. And now... Oh! And George slams him. And now... Oh, slams him again. Goes for it again, and... Oh! Gets slammed the third time. Yeah, and Jake Roberts, he was actually a, a bad guy. Oh. Yeah, he was a bad guy in um, World Class. He was a little bit of a bad guy in in uh mid-south as well you know of course he um then he became a good guy when um when ted dibiase um was a bad guy and was world and was uh the heavyweight champion there yeah and and of course uh, in w yeah once he came to the wwf you know he was both a good guy and a bad guy yeah, that was the thing. He was so good at psychology. You know, he was such a great character. You know, mm. he could be both a good guy and a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, not too many people are can do that. I mean, there are some that are just that are better at being one than the other. Uh -huh. Yeah, but uh, Jake Roberts, he's one of those people that's good as both a good guy and a mm. bad guy. The Undertaker's the same way too. Yeah. Yeah, the Undertaker, um, Lex Luger. Mm. Uh, I guess you could say Ric Flair. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ric Flair is a much better bad guy than a good guy, but uh, he's had some great moments as a good guy. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, too. Mm. Yeah, Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Jake Roberts. Now, George, oh, right from behind. With the knee. 
Oh, he's hitting Jake right in the gut. Oh, a scoop and a slam. Oh, and there's an elbow drop. One, two, no. Those were it. Jake throws him in the ropes. Oh, kick to the gut. Oh, I know that hurt. <laughs> oh, don't turn your back on a snake. Oh, that's why. And, of course, the master of the DDT. I mean, one of the... I mean, the best DDTs... Um, the best guys ever to perform the DDT. I mean, those who see Jake here. Oh, right there on the knee again. It's been uh, Jake Roberts. Um, yeah, I would say Jake Roberts, Arn Anderson, Raven, Tommy Dreamer, uh, The Rock. Oh, once again, to the knee there. And... Uh, yeah, I think, I, I don't know, does the double, double arm DDT, would that count as a DDT? Uh. Well, it's a different type of DDT, but, mm. ah, screw it, I'll throw it in there. <laughs> uh, Mick Foley, and, um, and of course, um, John Moxley. Mm. Yeah, the pair, yeah, the paragram, paragram, uh, paragram ship. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, nowadays you can't just finish a guy off with a DDT. Oh. Yeah. Oh, also, we gotta mention Gangrel. Huh. Yeah, that suplex DDT he used to do. I mean, that was awesome. I mean, that was that is one heck of a finishing maneuver. Oh. Yeah, you know, you just it's like you pick him up, you look like he's going for a suplex, but then all of a sudden, boom, nail him face first, right with the DDT. Now, George. Oh, right hand of Jake Roberts. Oh, and the snake. He's on the ropes. Close him in. Oh, clothesline. Of course, one of his best sets up setups for the for the DDT was the short arm clothesline, where he would. It looks like he was gonna throw you into the ropes, and then. Uh, well, he would twist the arm and then pull you in and boom, clothesline you. Uh -huh. Yeah. And now... Oh! Hit him right in the chest. And Jake Roberts, he hurt his back. Goes on the ropes. Oh, sunset flip. Oh, Jake punches him right in between the eyes. And now, oh, kick to the gut. 
Also, another good setup for the DDT was that running knee lift. Yep. Uh, he's got him in. Oh, George, and he lands on top. One, two, nope. And the snake, he's back up. Oh, and a right hand. And now Jake. Oh, there's the knee lift. Uh-oh, could it be time? Could it be time? It is DDT. One, two, three. Yep. Back in the days when you could finish off a guy with a DDT. Well, only Jake Roberts could do that. Yep. Also, uh, that's the sound of a car you hear in the background. <laughs> I guess mm -hmm. the car alarm, someone's car alarm is uh, going off. <laughs> and now for our final match, we go to Christmas Star Wars 1987. Of course, this aired on January 2nd, 1988. We have Kerry Von Erich versus Al Perez, a.k.a. Al Madrill. For the World Class Wrestling Association Heavyweight Championship. And by this time, well, World Class had parted ways with the uh, NWA in um, 1986 uh, to make their own independent promotion. And they went by World Class uh, Wrestling Association. And they had their own World Heavyweight Champion. And um, also, the same night, uh, kept. They did an angle where uh, Fritz von Erich got beat up by the by the Freebirds, and now they're putting him in the um, they're putting him in in the ambulance. And the same night, Kerry uh, von Erich he's wrestling Al Madrill in a steel cage for the title. So without further ado, let's get right in into it. Going back from commercial break here. Folks, I'll tell you, uh, my father's in good hands. But I'll tell you what, I'd rather die than let you folks down. And so tonight I will wrestle for the world heavyweight title. I'll do it as fast as I can. I'll try to take the win as fast as I can. But I'll tell you what, my mind is on my father. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to take the world heavyweight title tonight. For you. And now Kerry, oh, a discus punch right there on Al Perez. And of course, Al Perez, a journeyman wrestler in the NWA. 
and other promotions. Uh, he did wrestle... Oh, he's busted open. Um, he did wrestle for a short period of time in the WWF after this. After World Class uh, had been bought and closed down. Um, he did wrestle in, um, in the WWF, but he was mostly enhancement talent. Like, wrestling, like... Um, he would, like, wrestle before, like, uh, tapings of, like, shows like Wrestling Challenge and Superstars, and he didn't win too many matches. Oh. Yeah, then, of course, he wound up in WCW, where he was the original Black Scorpion. Mm. And, of course, they continue on the uh, storyline, and it turned out that the Black Scorpion was Ric Flair. Oh. And, and yeah, and but uh, he was well-known, you know, he was well-known in the, uh, you know, in the 80s, you know, in territories, NWA territories, and also the AWA as well. Yeah, he was kind of like a Latin, he was, he was like a Latin version of uh, Rick Rude. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh, looks like Carrie Von Eric might be busted open too. And Al throws him into the ropes. <laughs> Oh, back body drop. And now he's kicking Carrie. And of course, uh, Carrie Von Erich, um, at this time, he had had, um, you know, he had lost his foot in a motorcycle accident. Well, what happened was uh, he hurt his foot badly in a motorcycle accident, and uh, his foot was crushed. They tried to reattach it, and and tried to do surgery on it, and it was all messed up, and then they had to amputate it. Oh. Yeah. And he wrestled with a fake foot, uh, yeah, with a fake boot. They put on a boot and and stuff, and not too many people knew that he had, um, that he only had one good foot. Huh. Yeah. Well, of course, it didn't stop him from wrestling. He could yeah. still wrestle, and as you see here, and he mm. even went on... In the WWF to win the Intercontinental Championship from Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam 1990. Huh. There's Kerry right mm. there. Oh. Oh, right hand. Winds it up. Oh, another right hand. Boom. Boom. Now, oh, he almost threw him out of the cage. Oh. Well, of course, uh, cages in um, in WCW and WWF, uh, they're much bigger than the cage here. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, the cages in WWF, they're, they're the steel blue bars, mm. which hurt like a son of a bitch. Mm. <laughs> All right. And Perez, he's trying to get out. There's Kerry. Oh, he's got him. Yeah, the famous Von Erich Claw. There's Gary Hart, handcuffed inside the cage and also handcuffed to the <laughs> there. Handcuffed to the ropes.
<laughs> Looks like he's about to go over the cage here is El Madrill. Oh, he's got him by the air. <laughs> yep, he gets brought back in. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, and Kerry falls accidentally. He crotches himself. Ouch. And this took place at Reunion Arena, which was the home of the da of the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, at that time. Of course, they always had the Star Wars events at Re Reunion Arena. Yeah. But the Parade of Champions and the memorials shows that they would be at the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. And now Kerry going for a figure four leg lock. He's got him. Yeah, look at the referee there. Doesn't he look like Michael Bolton? Uh, well, I'll show it again. Yeah, he looks like Michael Bolton there. Doesn't he? I don't know. What are you talking about? Don't tell me you don't know who Michael Bolton is. The name sounds familiar, but I can't picture him. Really? you never seen a picture of Michael Bolton? Hmm, probably have. I just can't remember. Oh, jeez. Prima, you kill me sometimes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyways, Kerry Von Eric throws him in. Oh, he misses with the claw. Oh, right hand there by Al. And now, throws him in the ropes. There's Al Perez. Swing and a miss. Atomic drop. And he's down. Now, oh, a right hand. And now, throws him in the corner. Oh, he misses. And now, oh, a right hand. Oh, knocks down the referee. And the discus punch. Yep. Kerry Von Erich's famous discus punch. Oh, he does it again. And now, he's got Gary and, oh, slams him into the cage. Yeah, the referee does look like Michael Bolton here. Oh, now Gary's in the ring there, even though he's uh, handcuffed. He's thrown in it. Oh, there goes the referee. And now... Boom. Oh. Now Perez... Oh, throws him right in to Gary Hart. One, two, three... And Al Perez has defeated Kerry Von Erich.
Yep. So what'd you think of that match? It was good. All right. Yeah. So what'd you think of uh, watching some good old classic world class? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was a little yeah a little more fast pace and stuff like mm-hmm. that and um, yeah you th- you think this you think it was uh, better than WWF? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, um, before we get out of here, me and Prima, we actually have a show on Prima and Matt channel over at um, over on Instagram that's going to be coming on um, the 21st, the last day of summer. It is called Wrestling with Comics, and with Wrestling with Comics, we are going to be talking about professional wrestling and comic books you know how they mirror each other because there's a lot of similarities to comic books and pro wrestling other than just um other than tights (laughs) and yeah we're gonna be talking about the um you know we're gonna be talking about the comparisons you know like what wrestler uh would you know what wrestler would be a superhero and um and also go over some of the soup over the graphic novels and comic books that we're reading because Prema, uh, she had not read comics before, but now she's read uh, Marvel Masterworks. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, Prema, tell tell them what else you're reading now. Batman. Yeah. Uh, which Batman? First one. <laughs> she means year one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Batman Year One by Frank Miller. Yeah. Yeah, so next I got to get you on Dark Knight Returns and mm. some something else Marvel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But you can catch that show uh, Wednesday nights at 10.05 on Prima and Matt channel. So make sure you all tune in for that. And I'll do it. And Friday we're going to be... Um, yeah, on Friday I will be talking about... Batman Day. Yep. Well, yeah, I'll be talking about Batman Day and also talking about Batman the Animated Series because I'm doing a countdown of the best Batman the Animated Series episodes uh, on Enter the Batcave. And for Batman Day over on Wisdom.com, you can um, listen in on Saturday at 1 o'clock. I'll be doing a reading of... The first issue of Batman, May of 1939, and also doing a watch along. Yep, I'm doing another watching, another watch along for Batman 89. So make sure that you all um, tune in. And that's it. Thank you, Prima, for coming in. And I know I always say this, but I gotta get you in on an episode where it's not pro wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta get you in for for an episode of Matt's World that has nothing to do with pro wrestling. Or better yet, I gotta get you on a now that you're reading comics and stuff. Uh, I gotta get you in on a Enter the Batcave episode. Mm. Yeah, I gotta have you come down on a Sunday. Mm. Yeah, mm. and uh, that'll do it. Hope you all enjoy it. And until then, peace out. What? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>